Welcome to Kitchen Table Conversations, a series of short and shareable conversation starters for those of us who have or love and support people with a complicated and beautiful brain. Here's your host, Angela Geddes. Hi, and welcome to the first of many Kitchen Table Conversations with Angela Geddes. I am your host, and I'm just thrilled to be here and to be able to share with you some important facts and statistics that may help start conversations or maybe help keep other conversations going around the topics of complicated mental health issues and concerns that many of us are experiencing, either ourselves or with somebody that we love and support. These podcasts are going to be brief and quite pointed with current statements and research that will hopefully inspire further curiosity and give us the opportunity to engage in important conversations that will have the potential to shift understanding, challenge some of the myths out there, and to work towards decreasing the stigma that is so often associated with mental health conditions of all kinds. I have always believed that it takes a community to raise a child. And I also believe that there's a little child in all of us that needs to be nurtured and supported. Sometimes we need helpers. I see myself as a helper, and I'm honored to walk alongside so many amazing people. We are launching these Kitchen Table Conversations today, which happens to be September the 9th. And we chose this day because it happens to be International FASD Awareness Day. I am a social worker in private practice that provides direct support for people who experience a variety of mental health conditions. My focus is on general wellness and ways that we can incorporate lifestyle changes that can support us to live our best lives. I also support mood and personality difficulties, complex neurodevelopmental disorders, and I am honored to support many of our Canadian military veterans who struggle with PTSD, other mood disorders, and And lots of times there's chronic pain involved as well. Many will already know that I also have a particular interest and curiosity for fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. I have participated in quite a bit of research in this area and do what I can to build a more inclusive service delivery system. We at our clinic offer parenting support, group facilitation, advocacy support, consultation, and professional development And once you are aware of FASD, many of my colleagues will agree, you realize that everyone in the helping professions, whether it be medical, mental health, education, justice, social welfare, disability supports, etc., we all have people on our caseloads with FASD. Unfortunately, we just often don't know it um, and instead continue to assume that these puzzling behaviors are a result of a history of trauma, which may or may not be the case. And sometimes we assume that there's been neglect or poor parenting um, and oftentimes poor choices associated with the outcomes. So we need to work towards reducing this misunderstanding. And being that today is the day that we all can take some time to raise awareness about FASD, we thought that today's conversation should focus on ways that we can learn together about how to prevent both the incidences and the impact of prenatal alcohol exposure. So we'll start with a few questions. Did you know that FASD is more prevalent than autism, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, and Tourette syndrome combined? Did you also know that prenatal alcohol exposure is the leading cause of developmental disabilities in the Western world? And did you know that there is a direct link between prenatal alcohol exposure and common mental health disorders such as anxiety, depression, and ADHD, for examples. And finally, 
did you know that drinking during pregnancy has actually increased 8.9% per year and heavy alcohol consumption during pregnancy has also increased 11.6% per year among pregnant women between the years 2011 and 2020. Why do so many of us not realize this? There continues to be discrepancies of, and information that is shared mostly via social media and informally that indicates that alcohol is not really a big deal. But we do need to be clear. There is no safe type, safe amount, or safe time for alcohol during a pregnancy. And the weeks prior to the pregnancy being confirmed do matter. In fact, facial features that are often associated with FASD develop between, eight, between the days 18 and 21 following conception. It is also really important to note that less than 10% of people who have FASD actually have these identifiable facial features. Most people with FASD look like you and I. Does this information or do these stats surprise anyone? If so, I encourage you to learn more. We do know that many are surprised by the stats which is why we've decided to come up with some of these conversation starters for our kitchen table chats, because we realize that that's where really meaningful information gets shared. It gets shared with people who know us, who love us, and who we trust. So have a listen to this public service announcement that's been shared via radio across the globe, and feel free to share these kitchen table conversation starters with people in your personal and professional circles. Most everyone knows not to drink and drive and that even small amounts of alcohol can be risky. But do we also understand that drinking small amounts of alcohol during a pregnancy can have serious and lifelong implications for our growing baby, even in those early weeks before the pregnancy has been confirmed? It is important to realize that more people have FASD than autism, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, and Tourette syndrome combined. Most of us should know this. To learn more, search online for your local, regional, provincial, state, and national FASD experts. We need more informal kitchen table conversations among friends and family about the evidence surrounding this important and largely preventable condition. This message has been brought to you by Angela Geddes Integrative Support and Wellness. AngelaGeddes.ca it's up to all of us to support healthy pregnancies and healthy communities. With thanks, Angela.